Welcome to the Full Circle. My name is Amanda Byers. I am an artist. This podcast is bits and pieces of my own personal journey. I'll be sharing stories, inspirations, and aspirations, trials and tribulations, uh, in hopes it may help others in finding their way through their own personal journey. I hope you enjoy uh, listening find some inspirations and maybe, you know, some clarification, uh, sometimes listening to someone else's stories and, and what they've been through helps you recognize and be grateful for what you do have. Um, I, I know I've listened through many people's stories and it, it does definitely give you a level of empathy to understand that no matter how hard life can get, um, keep pursuing your dreams, keep trying, keep pushing, find your passions, um, and just keep going. Hope you enjoy. Good Sunday, almost afternoon. It's just a little before noon right now. Big chunky flakes are falling from the sky. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. I still want to see it from a distance. <laughs> oh, it's, it, I, I got so much, I've got a shovel, I've got things to do. Um, I, I think I mentioned in one of my podcasts, I had started construction on putting a roof over my back door and putting a porch on so that, um, I don't get impaled by an icicle this summer or this summer. I wish it was summer this winter, um, where I put the new metal roof on, yeah, no, that stuff slides down, it slides down hard, and it slides down fast, and I'm like, mm, I'm going to walk out my door and get an avalanche, <laughs> so I uh, need one of those, like, you know, in the parking lots, those huge mirrors where they can see the corner, and they can see the whole, I need one of those, so I can see what my roof is doing before I walk out my door, um, <laughs> and the more the snow comes, I'm like, oh, I got it, now I have to go out and work in this and try to get this done before it gets too terribly bad because you know January and February are coming and you know it's uh, when you live in a winter area there are a lot of things you got to do to prepare for winter uh, otherwise I may be trapped inside all winter I don't want to be I don't like being trapped I don't like being you know, forced to stay somewhere I'm not comfortable. Uh, yeah, but uh, gonna gonna get some things done today. I've been progressing a little at a time, and you know, it's definitely made me appreciate my my first house that I purchased was back in Highland, Michigan, in the outskirts of Detroit. Suburbs, <laughs> Oakland County actually it wasn't even in the same county. But when you say Metro Detroit, and I, I learned this when I was traveling uh, back in college, that you know, you get in a cab or whatever, getting off the plane, and you take a cab, and the cabbie'd be like, "So where are you from?" And you say Farmington Hills, you say Pinkney, you say, and they're like, mm, "We have no idea where that is." So you just say Detroit, 
because everybody knows where Detroit is. Okay. Um, I went to school in Detroit. I hung out in Detroit. I have friends in Detroit. So in the city. Um, but I did not live in the city. I, I went to school there for, you know, a little over four years. And um, some of my best memories and, and best times were in that city. Um, but I did not live technically in Detroit. I, I refer to it as Detroit because it's just a general geographic location that everybody recognizes. I also found it as a really good way to not have to engage if I did not want to because people outside of that area tend to be scared. Like you say Detroit and all of a sudden conversation was over. I no longer want to talk to you. Like I, I remember me and my cousin had gone down and we had gone to New Orleans, New Orleans. You gotta say it. You gotta say it like Cajuns, New Orleans. Um, <laughs> and we did, we got, we got in the cab and <laughs> the cabby asked us where we were from and he immediately shut down as soon as we said Detroit. Just, you know, okay. I'm going, you know, people from Detroit are not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Um, <laughs> I love Detroit. I love that city. That city is, and I watched it starting to come back from desolation and it really, Mike Illich did a lot for that city. Mayor Archer did a lot for that city when I was in school and, and got things to turn around and brought commerce back down there and, and got it to live again. And they've been renovating some of the old buildings and the architecture there is amazing. I mean, it is an older city. It's It's been a hub. It was, you know, the Motor City. It's where automation started. Um, Motown, there's so much history in Detroit. And, I'm never going to lose my love for, you know, Detroit. And I do claim it as my hometown because I was born there. I was not raised there, but um, I went to school there and I lived on the outskirts and I would go down and visit and, and Eastern Market is a great place. We'd go down there for flower day. Wiggly's corned beef. Oh my God, if you love corned beef and I am Irish, so I'm, I'm picky about my corned beef. Wiggly's corned beef by far is the best corned beef you're ever gonna eat. It is delicious. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's, there's just so much, there's so much in that city and, and part of that city built me. I mean, it built me in my early 20s. Um, so I, I joke around, you know, say I had 20 years in the country growing up and 20 years in the city and then, you know, now I'm figuring it out and <laughs> where I wanna be. Um, and it, it, living here in a small town in Southwest New York, very small town, smaller than I grew up in. And, uh, I mean, the graduating class last year was 22. So it's, it's quaint, it's quiet, not a whole lot to do, even when there's not a pandemic, but it is a very artsy community, a lot of art-minded individuals. And, you know, it's, I'm starting to, you know, connect with other artists and other um, artisans in the area and uh, working on this house. I mean, I, I mentioned it a couple times. I bought a hundred year old fixer upper. The potential in this, it had French doors, it had a clawfoot tub. I mean, 
there is not an inch of this house that does not need love. And I thought, you know, yeah, I can totally do this. And I had visions in my head and I'm like, oh yeah, no, I can make that room great. And I, and I know I can, if I had the budget. <laughs> um, that's just, you know, one room at a time. And I'm definitely missing my contacts and my contractor buddies. And I got my last house done. I had a great, great contractors that I had, I had worked with and, you know, we would refer each other for jobs and, and honest and good, good guys that did quality work. You know, they didn't half ass. Uh, I have a serious problem with contractors that, you know, be professional. You got to be professional. Don't. Uh, but I would, I would barter out. I needed a window replaced. I called my buddy Kevin. I was like, Kev, what, what do you need? He's like, you want to paint my pontoon? I was like, I can paint your pontoon. Can you put my window in for me? Awesome. Um, you know, I never wanted to take advantage of any of my contractor friends because being a contractor myself, I had many people take advantage of me over the years. Oh, well, you know, you can just come over and paint my room for me. And, you know, I thought, well, yeah, I can help a friend out. And then I get stuck doing all the work and not getting paid for it and taking time away from my jobs when this was what put food on my table. Um, you know, you go to work every day. I wouldn't expect you to do your job and and not not compensate you in some way uh, for your time, for your efforts, for your energy. Um, again, I had great contractor buddies and I had no problem going and doing stuff for them. We, we would discuss it and have a you know, good communication. Hey, I'll do this for you if you can do this for me. Uh, perfect. Good trade. Um, and and God, I'm grateful because I, electricians, my buddy Troy. Oh, Troy boy. He helped me out many times. Um, you know, and I, if I could pay, and I was always like, let me pay you, let me pay you if, if I didn't have anything to barter out. Um, because I knew, I knew what it was like to have people take advantage of you. And you know, think that, well, because you do this, well, you can help me. And Lord knows family is always the ones that really, you know, I did, you know, <clears throat> we won't even go into all those stories, but uh, I've learned, I've learned. And I, I was told early on, don't work for friends or family um, because you want to help them and you want to give them a deal, but you know, this is my paycheck. This is my bread and butter. I'm, I'm not going to work you know, Monday through Friday, and I don't have a paycheck at the end of the week. Like I have to get this job done in order to get paid, in order to pay my bills, in order to buy food. Uh, so taking three or four days to come and help you on a project, no, you know, and I didn't say no, and that was my fault. Definitely my fault. I take accountability for a lot of the things in which I got myself into and allowed myself to be taken advantage of. And you know, they didn't think they were taking advantage of it. And everybody, you know, if they know you, they think they automatically get a discount. Um, my family had a resort, two cabins. And when I, after my mom died, I had, I had done renovating and I called in some contractor friends. My, my buddy Brandon came up and, and helped me <laughs> sand down the old wood floors. Um, another guy, Bill, um, bless him, came up and, and fixed the chimney that was, you know, tearing the wall down and he refooted it and stayed in our cabin and 
you know, did, did the work for us and we paid them for it. And then, but I, I called in help and I had people, you know, willing to, you know, come and help me. And now I've moved too far away and I can't ask for help. Um, yeah. God, like if I could get Ryan and Kevin and Troy and all my contractors just to please let me hit the lottery so I could pay all of them to come out here and finish this house because it does have mad potential. Um, it was built in 1920. It was uh, originally built by a doctor. I'm still learning some history on this. Um, the owner that I purchased it from purchased it in 1957, I believe, was when they they bought the home. Um, it has two parlors. It has a, a foyer with a, a, a straight up stairwell and an open uh, stairwell upstairs. There's four bedrooms upstairs. Um, like I said, two parlors, a living room, uh, and an office. I mean, it's it's almost a 3,400. I think it's 30. Yeah, right around there. Anyway, somewhere around 3,000 square foot home plus the basement and a two carriage um, or two story carriage barn, which also needs a lot of love. <laughs> um, and you know, I had I I've, I've always had in the back of my head a dream of of opening Full Circle Art Academy. Um, being able to teach classes, you know, to all ages, different things on, on my schedule um, and, and do it from home. And this house and this barn, I'm like, I see the potential to have a great art studio here and, uh, and possibly even offer, you know, classes, but it's a long way from there. And I, uh, some dreams you, you know, I can say I tried. I can say I tried. I just don't know, you know, spending the next 10 years or more. I mean, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, it took us 20 years to get in there. I don't do that. I don't have that kind of time. I don't want to spend that kind of time. I love decorating. I love fixing up old houses. Let me retract. I love designing. I love decorating. <laughs> I much prefer somebody else do the hard labor work that knows what they're doing. Um, I want it done. I want it done right. I want it done once. I don't want to have to redo and redo something and just do a temporary fix. I'm not a temporary fix. And I've had to do temporary fixes here because it's what I've needed to do on the budget that I've had this year. And because um, I went all in. I mean, there's something I do. I go all in. If I make a decision, I, I'm not one to easily commit, but when I commit, I'm in, <laughs> you know, and I, I do what I got to do. And uh, I had to put a new roof on the back portion as it had completely fallen in, had to gut the entire back room. We were down to just rafters and it's a double plank home, which I had never experienced before. And contacted a couple of my contractor buddies. I'm like, how do I do this? What is this? And they're like, I don't know. I've never seen that. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> That's not helping. Um, you know, so there's been some creative solutions here. And and working in the trades for so long, you know, I'm, I've got like code and OSHA and all these things going through my head. And you know, got to be done right. And you got to do it just like um, I don't I don't like doing things half-assed. 
you know, do it once, do it right. Um, but yeah, oh, and I started with, you know, had the cabins and um, got them looking beautiful. And I, you know, to the point where I was like, oh, mints on the pillow and da 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 da. Um, decorated just really cute and uh, clean. They were clean. Uh, and rustic with modern conveniences. Um, great little cabins. But that, uh, I had to set that aside and uh, make some decisions for my own life. And ended up here. Um, <laughs> the biggest project I've ever taken on. And like I said in the last episode, I've done a lot of introspection and I've done it. And what, are, what do I want? Everybody's like, well, what do you want? You know, you got to focus on what you want. Well, I've been trying to figure out what I want. You know, I've been going through most of my life, making decisions based on what was best for other people. Okay, I'm going to do this to help, you know, so-and-so. I'll, okay, I can do this to help so-and-so. And I still, I love helping people and I love giving and I love being a generous person. Um, but I, I, having a hard time, having a hard time because I'm overwhelmed. And I, I want to see this come to fruition, but I don't know that I have the stamina to do it. Mentally, you know, it's exhausting trying to find things that I enjoy. Somebody sets up and, oh, it's great that, you know, you're, you're able to, you know, do your passion every day. Um, one of the posts I had on the Full Circle Art Forum, and kids that I was teaching, and I'm like, yeah, that's, it's, I love kids. I'm enjoying teaching. It has opened up creative centers for me. I wouldn't mind, you know. Um, but art is definitely a hands-on kind of thing, and doing it virtually has been definitely a challenge. And it's not my passion. My passion is not to um, sit behind a computer and do kids' crafts. Um, but it is a means to an end, and it is hopefully helping me find my way and my path and where, you know, what my purpose is, trying to find my purpose, trying to figure out what I want out of life instead of worrying about what is going to benefit everybody else. Um, yeah, crazy. Life is crazy. And life is good and life is bad. And life is life. So just going to try to take a break from all of what goes through my head every day on what needs to be done and all the lists I've got made and look around and go, oh, so much to do. And it's hard not to get overwhelmed and, and be content and be happy with what I've got. Definitely wasn't planning on, I, I put pretty much every penny I had into buying this house and 
getting the roof put on and uh, getting things done. I started painting the outside of the house. I got portions of it done. Um, And between weather and time and things, I could only get so much done. And then recognizing my own abilities that, you know, they're not what they used to be. And I'm not quite as much of a risk taker anymore. I'm not willing to stand up on top of the roof. That's a steep, you know, and try to, no, I, I, I need help. So definitely going through my mind. I mentioned before, you know, I think of Winnebago. Now I'm, I'm serious about that. Like somebody, you got a nice rig, you want to trade out and you, you like to fix up houses and you've got the budget to do it. Let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> Cause, uh, ah, yeah, I, I'm <laughs> just, I like to decorate. I don't want to, I don't want to gut and redo. And this, this house, I mean, the old plaster walls and it's not typical studs and it's not, you know, it's a lot. Somebody that had a budget and, and understands and sees the beauty that I see in it and that I saw in it. Um, they could make it amazing again. And if we then if I hadn't put the roof out on the back, it probably wouldn't have made it through last winter. And more than likely, they would have probably torn this place down, which would have been a shame because it is got character. Um, it's not a cookie cutter. It's grandeur. It's got a front porch that's covered and, you know, but the ends of the porch are falling through and there's <laughs> years of neglect, years of neglect. And, you know, trying to clean up somebody else's messes, um, you know, at the point in my life where it's like, I just want to clean up my own mess. I'm tired of cleaning up other people's messes. And now I look at it and go, this is your mess. You bought it. You chose to buy it. You decided to do this. (sighs) Decisions in life sometimes are made too quickly. and I mentioned before, I, I don't regret this decision. I don't. I think it's what I needed to do in order to step away from my life and find out who I am and what I want and where I'm going and what I need to do for me. Yeah, it's been a long road. And just trying to find find some positive motivation and I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for, you know, others out here that have been putting podcasts and, and, and reaching out and, and talking about their stories and how they've gotten through and how they find inspiration and how they get, you know, motivated and the trials and tribulations that they go through too. So Anybody that thinks that life is just easy, <laughs> it ain't. This year, I think, has taught a lot of people that. Um, so, yep, gonna get at it today. Take a long hot bath and soak and reprioritize my list for the day and see what I'm gonna get done. Anyway, have a great Sunday. Enjoy your holidays. Have a Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening.